All right, welcome back into the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thank you for joining us here on a, another Wednesday night, later upload. Again, kind of like that chill, chill drive time, late night radio talk. That's kind of how I envision this as I'm at the end of a long day and find myself just chilling in my apartment after after so much uh, so much stuff that goes on during you know any day any work day you know focus on pastoring focus on focus on my other job and uh, let me just I want to tell you tell you some things stuff that I I'm I'm so incredibly grateful for um you know, there are there are moments in, in your life where you can just look back and you can see the unmerited favor that that God gives to his children the, the things that you, you look up and you say, I'm, I'm so completely unworthy of this. Why has God chosen to shine his light on me, a sinner? And this past week, I, I have been blessed in, in ways that I'm, I am beyond grateful for. And I just, I have to share them. It, it's, it's something for me that one of the things that I love about our Christian faith is when we can look at one another and we can be grateful not just to each other, but we can tell stories about how God is working in our lives. You know, th- this past weekend at a service, I actually asked people, I said, when was the last time you talked to somebody about Jesus? You, it wasn't like a cheesy segue or anything. It was just simply a, a thing of saying, you know, hey, you know, hey, Steve, hey, hey, Mike, hey, hey, Julie, hey, Scott, hey, Eric, you know, what's going on in your life? Uh, well, let me, let me tell you about what Jesus has been doing for me. Like when was the last time that has happened? And that's a question I, I must ask you, the listener tonight. You know, as a Christian, this is I mean, this is a, a podcast specifically uh for the lives of Christians. Like how do we live out the Christian life? How do we engage with the world around us? And how do we do so in a biblical way that fulfills the Great Commission? How do we do that? Because ultimately our entire purpose here on this planet is to spread the gospel and talk about the hope that we have for the life to come and for the here and now. That the kingdom of heaven can be experienced. You see glimpses of it all the time. You can see that in a, uh, in a mother's uh, love for her child and how she holds their infant. You can see that in what parents are willing to do to sacrifice for their children. I talked about that uh, last week. I talked about the fact that you know my parents took me in when I had COVID, even as an adult. They were able to help give me care without any sort of concern for their own health. Uh, we we talked about that very thing, and we, we see that that love expressed in a marriage. We see that uh, expressed not just in the unconditional love that embodies and it exemplifies, but you could see that in the kindness uh, of strangers and the kindness of other people that you don't know very well. You could see those glimpses of heaven. And that's what I've experienced here in this last week. And I just, as as a point of conversation, when people ask you, hey, how are you doing? Well, let me tell you, because I'm a Christian and I worship a God that is amazing. Let me tell you what, what he's done for me. Now that might seem like a really terrible transition or a segue that might seem very preachy, but we, we, we are here and I have this, I have this, um, background on my phone. It's called, you know, it's, it's through the Samsung store cause I have a galaxy phone. It's ju- it just says made to worship. It's a dark background and it's just blue letters made to worship. That's what we are here for. We're to worship the one true God, the triune Godhead, father, son, and Holy spirit. Every act that we do, not just worship in song, worship in tithing, 
it's supposed to embody all that we are. And I, one of the ways that we worship God is by demonstrating his love for him by obeying his commandments. Because by obeying his commandments, by loving our neighbor as ourself, by by worshiping him, giving him all the glory, we demonstrate our commitment, our obedience, and our love to him. That type of thing is an act of worship. Again, we, we think of worship, we think of music. And that is an act of worship for sure, but it's not it's not limited to that. And I think here in the West, it's something that we have certainly misconstrued a lot of because we, we have looked at the, the entire landscape and said, you know, worship is this this really, really small thing and and nothing more. And it's just a glimpse of, of what is. And so for, for me tonight, what I want to share with you is just, just how God's impacted me. So uh, this past Friday, I, I I usually try to golf with my grandmother and that's just something that my, my grandma and I do, you know, she's, she's, um, she doesn't, she doesn't get an opportunity to go out as, as, as much as that she would like, of course. And I provide, you know, the free transportation and, and then we go and, and it's great. We, we golf uh, pretty much all like the spring, latter half of the spring, all summer and into the early fall. And last week she couldn't go. And I asked for some other golf partners because I'm really starting to enjoy it for those who know me well. Because just some time in solitude, I talked about it a couple weeks ago on the show, and I couldn't find anyone. So I just didn't go. And my boss, Mike Perry, who will absolutely be back on the podcast. I have his wife in my corner, Jess, so it absolutely will happen. But one of the things that that I was talking with about him is that his family is so generous in talking about talking about him rather, I misspoke there, that his family is so generous. And he knew that I wasn't really doing anything on Friday. Again, I, I'm single. I don't really have anyone to hang out with at the point. A lot of my friendships have kind of just kind of gone down the tubes, unfortunately. Uh, I've had some friends move away, some dear friends I'm going to miss so much. And he asked me, hey, why don't you come hang out with me and my kids? Now, I love his kids. His kids are amazing. We've they talked about it before. Um, you, uh, Jess and Mike both have uh, six kids. They've homeschooled them for the majority of their lives. They're so obedient. They're, they're so much fun, and I, I love them to death. And they invited me out to this wonderful pizza place in the area, and we had dinner together. And they bought me dinner. I wasn't expecting that at all. And then we went back to their house. We stopped by the store. We, we, got, we got some ice cream, and the, some of the older kids, they, they rode with me because they liked the hip-hop music I listened to. And uh, we had some ice cream at their house and just hung out and had an amazing conversation. I mean, th- this is a, a a husband and wife who, at the end of a working week on a Friday, asked me to come over and I stayed there till like ten o'clock and it was it was awesome. I had so much fun and you know I had a dinner paid for. I I was able to hang around with some great people. And then on Saturday, my 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 church had an event, but before the, the the event I went to, the pastors in the area, North Adams down in Hillsdale, where I pastor, uh, get together. You know, all the all the denominations uh, come together for the pastors, and we have a breakfast. We try to do it once a month, and I got my breakfast paid for. It was like wow, well th- that was amazing. And then I went and I served at th- at this uh, event called Loaves and Fishes, which is all of the churches, uh, for the most part, in Hillsdale County. Uh, pull their resources together and each church or denomination affiliation hands out stuff to the to the the needy and there were churches there providing haircuts churches providing 
you know, some bags of sweet corn, uh, paper towels, laundry detergent, toilet paper. And us, we've, in the, the United Methodist Churches, even though we're not a United Methodist Church anymore, we're not in Denam, they all donate and we donate men's, and women's, boys and girls underwear. And that might, for some of you, that might seem kind of odd, but it is a need. You, you, you don't sometimes realize that. Now, it was kind of awkward because it's me and my, four of my church ladies, which are, are, they're, they're wonderful. And, you know, I have my name tag on, it says Pastor Michael. And I say, Hi, hello, ma'am. Uh, how are you doing? Hope, thanks for coming by. Uh, now, what size underwear do you wear? Like, it's kind of weird, right? So I, I gladly took a back seat to all of that. And I was blessed to be able to meet some people. Uh, there was a church handing out water. We were able to get some water and some food that was they were just handing it out, and we were able to 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 provide a lot of of that particular need to the greater community, and the volunteerism. Uh, you know, um, Eric, who uh, was one of my board members, or previous board members, uh, came and helped load up the stuff, and it was so cool to be able to hang out with some other Christians. And then, you know, I had I had to go on a hospital visit, uh, and afterwards I had to drive an hour to go on a hospital visit and I was, I was turned around and I couldn't find where I was, I was going. I, I couldn't, um, I, I, I just, I it was a hundred percent my fault. I, I made a turn. I was trying to correct my GPS. I ended up hitting like those center dividers in a boulevard, you know, where it's just a curb and there's grass, a grassy knoll, and then the curb again. And I, and I hit that. I didn't hit it very hard, but I ended up, uh, damaging the, underskirt like the the front valence on underneath the like the wheel well and stuff and I, I felt so bad luckily though my car you know I, God knew that was going to happen on that morning you know I may have said a word I shouldn't have so I had to ask God uh, for forgiveness on that but my car was okay I mean it didn't you can't tell that it, it sustained any damage and it, they're like the like no no line was cut no the the tire the toe of the vehicle nothing nothing was damaged it was just aesthetics underneath but I definitely need to get that fixed especially with Michigan winters I don't want snow and ice getting up under there and and freezing to the engine block or something like that right you don't want that and so I was luckily still able to get over to the hospital visit so I, even after something like that after damaging my car in a little incident I was still able to drive it and as mad as and ashamed as I was. I asked God to help me get over that because you know these mistakes happen, and I I needed to find a rental vehicle because you know I, a lot of my friends and family their vehicles were were taken up. I I was willing to pay for them and everything, so I put on Facebook. I said, "Hey, anyone in the Jackson area, can you recommend any sort of rental car agencies that you would that you like or anyone that you prefer?" And so Mike. He is my direct supervisor. His father is the is the president uh, and head engineer of our company. So he is the, he's the guy, right, Jeff? And his wife Carol messaged me and said, "Hey, uh, you know, why don't you just borrow one of our vehicles? We're going to be in Florida." Uh, what? Ex- excuse me. You're going to do what? Um, well, that's really encouraging and generous. So. In the midst of you know being able to visit uh, one of my uh, ladies in the hospital who is doing better, and you know just having having that perspective, and then having my boss do this, I had to drive an hour back and I was trying to figure some stuff out. So it was a full day. It was you know seven to five on a Saturday after you know working eight to five Monday through Friday, and then you know Sunday uh, part of Sunday obviously is a is a is a church day, so that's a half a work day. And, you know, you're just kind of, you're just burned out. And, but yet 
the same time, you find that God sustains you and he can sustain you in ways that you never thought, even in the midst of, of having this, this problem. So in, the, so in the midst of trying to find this rental car, I call this place that, you know, Mike, my boss, has recommended before. And I got in. I dropped my car off on Monday after borrowing my, my uh, Jeff, my other boss, my, my boss's boss, this car. And within 24 hours, my car is completely fixed and it cost me $100. That is incredible. And even throughout this, my fallenness and my sin nature, my daily need for forgiveness, the I need to get down on my knees and thank Jesus for this incredible 72 hours. It, it was remarkable. And I am so incredibly blessed. And I just, I had to tell you this story tonight because all glory, yes, to God, but in the highs and in the lows, trying to see, hey, I messed up. But look what happens through that. Look at the people who are, are there and willing to help. I, I just, I hope that's an encouragement to you. I want to share that because being able to share what the good is and what God does in your life, we ought to be able to do that without fear of jealousy or envy. We ought to be able to share this with people and say, oh my gosh, what an amazing thing. Let me tell you about what God's doing in my friend's life. Let it not just be a testimony about myself. It was an amazing past week. And let me just say that there are times when it's not going to feel like it, when when things will, will just... Life will just hit you, and that's the way it's going to be. It. I've been there before now multiple times, and it's hard to worship still in that, in that moment. But what I really want to convey is that if you can find yourself worshiping in that moment, you will find that the highs in life will be unlike anything else that you experience too because you will realize that your purpose here regardless is that you're going to worship in the pit of despair and you're going to worship with your joys. And what it also does is it keeps you humble because you know exactly where those joys come from. It has nothing to do with you being self-sustaining. It has nothing to do with you relying on your own strength because honestly, none of that was me. All that stuff happened to me. I didn't offer any of it. I'm the one who screwed up. I'm the one who damaged my vehicle. I I'm the one who was the recipient of all these blessings. I didn't do anything. These people felt imparted by God to do it. Now, if that's not more humbling, then I, I don't know what is. I, I, it's, it's a reminder that you know what, what, what we are here to do, worshiping God, it's, it's not because we are giving so much to God. He, like he's, his battery is fuller at the end of the day than it was at the beginning because he got like all this praise and worship. We have nothing to offer but our devotion. And this is not a prosperity message, but I will say this, though. It doesn't mean that God cannot bless us through, through any means necessary. And in this particular week, God has chosen to, to bless me with, with the gift of, of social capital and generosity of others. And I have nothing to do but to fall on my knees prone before Jesus saying, thank you so much. And thank you. For thank you for listening, hearing my heart, and I l listen. I would love to hear your stories. I would love to hear some more things that I'd love to be able to read on the show. So please connect with us on our Facebook page. 
email us, wsnspodcast at gmail.com. Find us anywhere you find your podcast, including our YouTube channel. You can search for it by my name and follow by We Shall Not Sleep. I want to hear from you. And I've not done a good enough job asking this, but I want to hear your stories. What are some stories? What are some highlights? Let's partake in this. Let's celebrate together. Thank you for your time. May God bless you. And may God keep you.